the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. President Biden takes heat for his comments on Ukraine. It's unnerving. It does not help. He would be better off not to speak if this is what he's going to say. Amazon opens more brick-and-mortar stores. Shoppers will get personalized recommendations pushed to their phones as they browse the new Amazon-style store. Unemployment claims are on the rise again. The four-week average of claims, which moves out weekly volatility, rose by 20,000 to 231,000, the highest since late November. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Friday, January 21st. I'm Mike Scott. President Joe Biden is clarifying his own remarks about Russian aggression toward Ukraine. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. After creating confusion at Wednesday's press conference, the president is making clear his view about protecting the Ukrainian border. If any, any assembled Russian units move across the Ukrainian border, that is an invasion. He said any invasion will be met with a severe response. If Putin makes this choice, Russia will pay a heavy price. A day earlier, the president suggested that a minor incursion by Russia would be met with a less robust response. Greg Clugston, Washington. Former National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien says President Biden made a mistake when he downplayed the possibility of a minor incursion into Ukraine by Russia. But I, I think the White House is trying to walk it back so that it, it's not viewed as a green light for Putin to, to send his little green men or engage in cyber attacks or, or even engage in, uh, in limited conventional attacks against Ukraine. That would be a disaster. O'Brien told the Salem Radio Network that Ukrainian officials were probably quite concerned about the president's comment. South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham says President Biden should have been more careful with his choice of words about the possibility of Russia invading the Ukraine. Uh, President Biden suggesting that a minor incursion in the Ukraine by Russia would be one thing and a major invasion would be another is uh, unnerving does not help, and he would be better off not to speak if this is what he's going to say. We're learning more this morning about the motivation of the British man who took four people hostage in a Texas synagogue. Correspondent Rita Foley reports. Malik Faisal Akram ranted against Jews and American wars in Muslim-majority countries in a recording of a conversation with his brother, who pleaded with him to give up and free the hostages. Akram told his brother he was, quote, bombed up and had every kind of ammunition. The brother asked, why are you doing this? And said, these guys you've got, they're innocent people, man. The standoff ended when the hostages managed to get away. Akram was found dead. The recording was posted on the website of the newspaper, The Jewish Chronicle. I'm Rita Foley. Republican Senator Ben Sass is criticizing President Biden for casting a shadow over the 2022 midterm elections. Bob Agnew reports. 
Sass says the president has shirked his responsibility by casting a question mark over the upcoming midterm elections, all because of the failure of the Democrats' voting rights bills to pass in the Senate. Now Sass says Biden's staff is lying as it goes about the damage control over those comments. Sass, who has also criticized former President Trump for challenging the 2020 election results, says, quote, Public officials, Republicans and Democrats should defend public trust in self-government. Bob Agner reporting. President Biden is defending his job performance one year into his administration. Washington correspondent Mike Gracia reports. At a news conference marking one year in office Wednesday, President Biden insisted he's outperformed expectations. Can you think of any other president's done as much in one year? Biden reasoned entering the White House with the nation battling the COVID-19 pandemic presented historic challenges. I don't think there's been much on any incoming president's plate that's been a bigger menu than the plate I had given to me. And while inflation has emerged as another problem, Biden said... The single best way to take the burden off middle class and working class folks is to pass the Build Back Better piece that are things that they're paying a lot of money for now. But hours later, the Senate defeated a Democratic bid to change filibuster rules that could have paved the way to advancing stalled initiatives. Mike Gracia, Washington. In an interview with the AP... Presidential historian Jeffrey Engel says even some Biden backers are disappointed. We're seeing a general disillusionment in the administration's real political problems. I mean, the truth of the matter is we should not expect dramatic, radical change from a Senate that is 50-50 split. Uh, The House is very close as well. Senator Rand Paul says Dr. Anthony Fauci is out of line to blame his political foes for sparking death threats against him and his family. Capitol Hill correspondent Bob Agnew reports. Senator Paul spoke with the Salem Radio Network about Fauci's effort to blame critics, such as himself, for the fact he's received threats of violence. Dr. Fauci now thinks that he can, uh, you know, come forward and he's had a death threat, and so that death threat is because people object to him or disagree with him. Paul says, in fact, such threats often go hand-in-hand with high-profile positions in public life. I had 34 death threats last week, 34 that we referred to the Capitol Hill police. So, you know, it's sort of, you know, we don't want violence on Dr. Fauci. We want a civil debate. Paul says his exchanges with Fauci have grown heated at times when the White House medical advisor refuses to answer his questions. Bob Agnew reporting. Sales of previously occupied homes fell in December for the first time in four months as the number of available houses dropped to the lowest level in more than two decades. Correspondent Mike Hempen reports. The National Association of Realtors says existing home sales dropped 4.6% last month from November. The number of houses for sale slumped to 910,000, the fewest since records began in 1999. Some economists think the surge in new Omicron infections may have discouraged some people from putting their homes on the market and opening them to extensive traffic, driving inventory down. The demand for homes remains healthy. Median prices jumped nearly 16% from a year ago, to $358,000. Mike Hemp in Washington. Amazon is venturing deeper into the world of brick-and-mortar retailing. The online giant plans to open a clothing store in a Southern California mall later this year. A first for Amazon, it will pose a fresh challenge to 
already struggling traditional retailers. The store, which will sell women's and men's clothing, along with shoes and other accessories, will open at a mall in Glendale. And shoppers will get personalized recommendations pushed to their phones as they browse the new Amazon-style store, stocked mostly with non-Amazon fashion labels. Rich Thomason reporting. The number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits rose to the highest level in three months as the fast-spreading Omicron variant continued to disrupt the job market. Details from Bernie Bennett. The Labor Department reports that jobless claims rose for the third straight week by 55,000 to 286,000, the highest since mid-October. The jump jump in claims marked the biggest one-week increase since mid-July. The four-week average of claims, which moves out weekly volatility, rose by 20,000 to 231,000, the highest since late November. Economists, economists say that last week's claims may have been inflated by the Labor Department's attempts to tweak the numbers to account for seasonal variations. Unadjusted, applications fell last week by more than 83,000. Bernie Bennett reporting. Long-haul carrier Emirates says it will resume its Boeing 777 flights to the U.S. amid an ongoing dispute over the rollout of new 5G services. AP correspondent Charles DeLaDesma reports. Emirates says its Boeing 777 service to Chicago, Dallas, Fort Worth, Miami, Newark, Orlando and Seattle will resume on Friday. Flights to Boston, Houston and San Francisco, which saw Emirates deploy an Airbus A380 jumbo jet, will resume the 777 flights on Saturday. Mobile networks similar to 5G have been deployed in more than three dozen countries. But there are key differences in how the US networks are designed that raise concern over potential problems for Airlines. Emirates President Tim Clark has apologized in a statement but warns that American officials had come up with only a temporary reprieve for the situation. I'm Charles Diladesma. And finally, U.S. researchers are reporting the latest in a surprising string of experiments in the quest to save human lives with organs from genetically modified pigs. This time, surgeons in Alabama transplanted a pair of pig kidneys into a brain-dead man. It was a step-by-step rehearsal for an operation they hope to try in living patients, possibly later this year. Julie O'Hara says her ex-husband, Jim Parsons, who was declared brain-dead after a dirt bike accident, would have been proud to be part of this research that might save many lives. What he's potentially done for others has really helped us a great deal in um, in getting through it. So we're very happy that that he could be a part of this. And, you know, we just hope that that he's looking down on us and saying the same thing. In an interview with the AP, heart surgeon David Kazarowski says researchers are looking at ways to use animals organs to save more people who need transplants, but can't get them. There are many people who never make it onto the wait list that, that could potentially benefit from, from these organs. So, so it's true. I, th- I think we desperately need uh, more organs for transplantation. And I think xenotransplantation represents one potential source. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. 
ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.